I feel more at home with our theme music. Yeah, to right? be honest, yeah, it was it was fun ragging on uh, on Mr. Carey there for that one episode, but yeah, I think Dave is right. We need to we need to stick with this. Hey, so, look, we so like thanks the song. for that call. Thanks we that. like the song. That's oh, yeah. what matters. Oh yeah, not only do we like it, but you know, like I told you, my seven year old nephew who happens to be a listener to this show, he likes it too. Well, that's our demographic apparently. <laughs> well, that is no, that's just our maturity level. <laughs> that's is on true. You. It's just you know we're this just going to make nothing but uh, but pee pee and poopy jokes today. <laughs> There you go. Oh, mm. Okay. Well, <laughs> sorry. So everyone, just so remember, we're not doing sound effects anymore. That was actually Mo farting. Yeah. That was a real fart. Yeah, no sound effects that you added. Just heard, that yeah. you just heard. Um, so how are you, Mo? I'm tired. Phil. Yeah. I'm tired, my man. You're tired. This is a busy time for a legislator, is it not? This is the busy time for a legislator. Well, that uh, that sucks. Uh, thank yeah. you for your service. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Thank you for your sacrifice. My, my pleasure. I, yeah. Know, I, it's, it's a really strange time for us because it's you don't know your schedule. Everything changes on a day-to-day or hour-to-hour uh, decision. It's really strange trying to, to work that way. My favorite, uh, my favorite part of the session is when you had to uh, not sleep that one night. That was good. Yeah, we want a straight twenty-four hours of of sessions. Actually, twenty-six Ooh, hours. That sounds kinky. <laughs> we went twenty-four hours a straight session, baby. <laughs> it was Ooh. twenty twenty-six hours. We went twenty-six. And how many of those hours were spent ass to mouth? Uh, none. False. It's politics. All no. twenty six. Uh, All twenty six. That's cute. I gotcha. No, I can tell you. I, I oh, have gross. That would get in your beard. Oh, <laughs> oh. This whole conversation Filthy. went down the tubes, man. Filthy. Well, you know what they say. No, I don't. Uh, I, I got nothing. I got All right. Nothing. But yeah, without getting into the... Po- I don't give a shit about your politics. No, I won't talk politics. I don't agree with half your politics. You agree with half, though. I do agree with the other half. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Still not sure what the half you disagree with is, but that's okay. <laughs> the bottom half. <laughs> um, without getting into the politics, because I really couldn't give a shit about that. That's another show. And our listeners don't care. I just want to know, kind of, you know, uh, I just want to get inside your head. What are you thinking? You're, you're going up there. So when you arrive, whatever day it is, let's say, hey, we need you at 10 o'clock tomorrow. Tuesday. Let's say Tuesday. All right. 10 o'clock Tuesday. You're supposed, you go into session. I have to give a lot of credit to the Speaker of the House. Uh, Joe Arasimowicz does a great job of starting on time. Apparently, that's Ooh. not that's not how it used to run. It never used to run on time. Like it would be, you know, they would say it's seven o'clock start, but it starts at seven oh nine. No, they would say okay, starts at ten o'clock, and they wouldn't start session till one. What? Yeah. No, that's ridiculous. It was hurry up and wait. You have to be there because you can't miss a vote. Yeah, but that's a little Although ridiculous. Although some do. Three hours is something. I mean, when there's a soccer game, they say it starts at 6.05 or 6.30 and then it starts at like 6.55 and I'm pissed. I'm sitting at the bar for 25 minutes. Right. You're up there just twiddling your thumbs, going ass to mouth for three hours with nothing to do? We can drop the ass to mouth part. <laughs> um, but what I would say is... <laughs> What I would say is that... Listen, we love Kevin Smith, and that's the only way I can bring <laughs> Kevin Smith into a political conversation. Yeah, likely. That's fair. No, we have a... Um, uh, I, I was. You remember one of my predecessors, uh, Clark Chapin, right? Uh, yeah, I remember Clark. Clark Chapin serves eight years in the House and then another eight in the Senate. Yep. And I asked him for advice before I went up, and he said, can you work remotely for your regular job? Oh, God. So Clark would say, you know, if you can work from home... Bring it with you. Figure it out. 
If you can work remotely, bring it with you. Figure it out. And that's how they all used to work with the former uh, leadership. So what I like about Joe is is his, uh, he's a football coach, right, in Berlin. Okay. And he runs it like football practice. What you position? Show up. Is he a head coach? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Speaker of the team? Yeah. And let me okay. tell you, they have, a, they have a heck of a football program there. So, And steamed burgers. Right? They have those at the Hartford Athletic soccer games. Keeps coming back to soccer with me. I know. Berlin. I know. Berlin. Do you know why they pronounce it differently? It's Berlin, Connecticut. Do you know why they pronounce it different than, than Germany? I wouldn't want to be associated with that. Then that's when they changed the pronunciation. Oh, really? Yeah. Like straight up? Straight up. So that's like why it was changed. Late 30s, early 40s? Right. World War II hit. They stopped saying it the same way. They didn't want to be associated with Germany. Interesting. Yeah. Pretty so, interesting. So, so what about uh, Auschwitz, Vermont? Did they change their name or... <laughs> Find Auschwitz, Vermont for I, me. Uh, <laughs> Find them on a map. <laughs> it was annexed around the same time that they went to uh, to Berlin, Connecticut. <laughs> They're now called Paris. Anyway, so when we get there, we get up to session and we go, hey, look, this is, uh, here's your go list. They give you uh, a list of topics and, and bills that may be called that day. Your name's Bill. Right. Nice of you to put that together. I'm just saying. Bill, so, passing bills? So here's a goal list. There might be 30 bills listed on that goal list. And you go, okay, so we're going to talk about one of these 30 is coming up. A lot of them you've never seen before. So you start asking leadership, hey, what's likely to be called? Because they have to vet <laughs> each one of those bills. Okay. And you can read it in real time. You're going, okay, this one's going to be, oh, we're going to have a topic of like, like $15 an hour minimum wage. That's okay. why that went 26 hours because a lot of people wanted to speak on that topic. I, I, I can assume so, yeah. So the rest of that goal list that day went kaputs because we started that one. Actually, we went into session at 10 a.m. At 10 p.m., they decided to call the $10 an hour minimum wage vote. Do, wait, does that or, mean, or though, topic. when they go away, like they go away? Then you don't, they're gone? Oh, no. Once they're on that goal list, they can be pulled up at any time. At any time. Throughout the entire session. Throughout the entire session. Okay. So it can be like 2 o'clock in the morning, everyone's ready to go home, and it's like, I want to bring up this HB69 ass-to-mouth yeah. bill. <laughs> There's no ass-to-mouth bill. Making Let's, it mandatory for all state employees to go ass-to-mouth. Okay. And um, You're not getting away from this today, are you? No, and it's, it's also going to be the title of the show, and you can't stop me. <laughs> so I there can. you go. There you go. It's going to be called... Ass to mouth bill. And I think HB69 uh, ass to mouth oh, bill is, is that's pretty good. <laughs> anyway, so. I asked for an extra shot of espresso in my, uh, my iced idea. latte today. So there's actually three shots. I didn't realize there were already two shots in this. Wow. So there's three shots of espresso in this plus the coffee. So, so getting. Fun side note for you on that. On the caffeine or on yeah, the. Yeah, on the caffeine because we just drift into topics. So. That's what we do. When I used to work in uh, the spaceship building in Danbury, where Beringer is, Beringer Ingelheim. Okay. They had a Starbucks in the building, right? So I remember going down in the afternoon. I went down. I'm like, I don't drink Starbucks. I don't know how to order Starbucks. And no, I'm not <laughs> going to order a grande. I'm going to order a large. Yeah. The size is making no sense anyway. I'm not gonna, yeah. Stop. Yeah. So I go down there and I said, look, I wanted a really giant, the biggest you have coffee and i was like oh, that'd be a trenta okay and i said okay so uh i don't know what the most, one that's the most normal i'm reading the menu i'm like i'm not gonna get through all these americana fine I'll get no americana. oh god that's just I like it's american coffee is that no that's just espresso and water well i didn't know a cafe well but, but see that's not a, a type of coffee that they invented okay that's a it's just like a cappuccino or a latte it's used world round right so going with the americano is just like i had no idea 
I, so, can, I can give you a pass on not knowing that it goes tall. Tall is a small, and then venti is middle. Venti is 20. 20. It's 20 ounce. It's 20, even though right. that's the middle, but it's actually right. 16 ounce. That's messed up. Right, because the grande is the large. Liars. Which grande does mean large, but then there's trenta, which I'm assuming is 30 ounce, right. but I think it's even bigger than that. The, the sizes there just make absolutely no sense. But they sound pretty. But I could understand you getting you know one of the sizes wrong, but being like, I ordered an Americano without understanding what an Americano was. It's just espresso and water. Yeah, I didn't look at that. So, so I ordered you got an Americano, and I said, hey, do like me a favor. Throw this a, big. I said, throw a shot of espresso in there for me, William. What? So it was like four shots of espresso in this thing. When I get back to the office, I'm drinking it like I drink coffee anyway. That's just straight up espresso with water. And I was like, wow, I feel really good in the afternoon. <laughs> this is good. So it became like my three o'clock tradition to Sprinkle go get an Americano. Sprinkle some, uh, some cocaine in there while you're at it, too. <laughs> so, so one day I get down there and I go, you know what? I'm, I'm just wiped out today. Can I get two shots of espresso in this? And she looks at me and she goes, you want a five shot of espresso drink? And I go, what? Is that what I've been drinking? I had no clue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there's a guy who I work with. and What's his he, name? I'm not going to tell you his name. All right. Can we call him like uh, Chuck. Chuck. All right. Okay. So Chuck. I work with Chuck. And uh, whenever I hope we get. not really his name. It's that not, would be don't, really don't, bad. Don't, if don't it you was. worry. Don't you worry. And uh, whenever we work together, so he uh, he's a, a cinematographer, and Ooh. he spent his 80s uh, doing a lot of drugs. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, he's been sober for like 30 plus years now. That's why it's good. He's still alive. I always tell him, I'm like, I'm like you've been thing. sober almost as long as I've been alive. Wow. And uh, when he hit 30 years uh, a couple years ago, I was like, you know, we're going to celebrate this with some champagne. And he was like, yeah. And then he, we didn't do it. So I'm like, all right, well, got to <laughs> wait till 40. Hope you make it a few more years there. Sure he will. Chuck. Um, so, yeah, did a lot of drugs back in the day, uh, you know. A lot of crack. He told me this great story of him. Crack. Sh- he used to shoot guns in Union Square in New York City. This was the 80s. Wow. This yeah, was it was 80s. pretty dark there this was the, the time. 42nd Street was right. awful. Yeah. So uh, to bring it all back, let's bring it all back. He, when we work together, will send people out for coffee. Yeah. And he'll be like, yeah, you know, get me an iced latte. I want four shots of espresso. Wow. Yeah, good for him. You were like, you didn't understand that you... We're damn near. You almost became a crack addict. It was crazy. You almost became I was a crack hooked. addict. But it was like, yeah, I, I'm sure you were. Ooh. But it was, uh, uh, it was unintentional addiction. Yeah. You know. Well, I guess that's how it always works. Look, I knew the first one's free, Mo. I knew Starbucks coffee was bold and strong, and I was like, okay, this is what it tastes like. And I wasn't an espresso drinker at the yeah. time, so I didn't know the difference. I thought that's what Starbucks coffee tasted like. Nope. You ordered something suitable for a former crackhead. Yeah. Wow, good for me. Good for you. Yeah. And I'm happy that you're still here. Yeah. I'm happy you're still here. Now, did you like the flavor of it, or you just like the feeling? It was a little bitter for yeah. me, you know, because uh, I don't put sugar in, in my coffee yeah, at that's, all. Yeah, that's like what this one is. Yeah, so yeah. I put a little milk in to just make sure I could uh, drink it because it was so hot. Yeah. But that's it. It was just it was just <laughs> straight espresso. <laughs> but you, you didn't... You didn't dislike it enough to not continue to order it no i i started acquiring a, fla- a taste for it so i liked the flavor after yeah, you a while scratching your, <laughs> scratching your neck like yeah my beard literally grew in overnight yeah oh, that's I'm, what I'm, it was, yeah, it was sure. crazy man and that's why that's why it's just white because it was just like <laughs> giant beard again no that's sound my, effects folks that, that's my growing beard sound it was a good sound for which yeah. i guess they're better than the ass to mouth sound i would you stop <laughs> Good lord! Oh god! I'm like, uh, what's his name from uh, from Police Academy? Jones. Michael. Oh yeah, you. Yeah, uh, you Jones can, you was his character. character so yeah. I was gonna go with his his real name. 
Either way. Yeah, that's that. So, so, so back did, to session. Well, I was curious, though. Oh. Did this drink taste like would you order it now for fun? Like not uh, even if it was caffeine free, would you drink it? No. No. I don't, first off, I won't drink anything caffeine free unless it's water. Okay. Yeah. That's one of the ingredients. Yeah. The other ingredients was just straight crack, <laughs> straight bean crack. We'll call it bean crack. Uh, okay. Well, it comes from if a it bean. It makes you happy. It reacts like crack, and it tastes like ass to mouth. <sighs> Back with that again. All right. Can we shoot that in in the head and have it go away? Uh, all in favor, say aye. Aye. All opposed, nay. Sorry, no majority. So the story of my life is right there. <laughs> so fighting in in uh, Hartford can be a little difficult with uh, with a party line votes, and there seem to be a lot more of those this year than I've than I've seen in the last couple. So it can be a little frustrating when you want to get uh, you know your word across, and it, a lot of times the conversations that you have aren't uh-huh. they're not uh, they're not swaying a whole lot of people on the other side of the aisle. I can't imagine. That's why I I have a no politics on Facebook policy, and I've. I've been that way for the last several years. But since that's the last the point. presidential election, the I've point of that, that room is debate. Correct. Correct. So you would, but think. you still can't. I mean, it, it, people have their mind made up so much. The problem is that politicians. I don't know if you would fall into this category. I don't think. I think you do a decent job with representing your constituents. Thanks, man. And you'll actually listen to them. But yeah. there's a lot of politicians up there that will not necessarily represent what their constituents want if it disagrees with their personal beliefs. And the hardest part of that is you can never make all of your constituents happy. There's always no. going to be a, a big mix. And yeah. You have to hope that you put someone up there who has strong ethical and moral standards and knows how to respond uh, you know, fiscally responsibly. But So here's the question. You're up there to represent constituents. If right. you disagree with the vast majority, say 90% of your constituents are like, I want to make heroin legal today. Right. 90% of them. Right. These are the people who voted you in there. Yes. What do you do? Good question, because you have to have a moral standard to that as well. They put you in there to have a moral standard. A lot of times people don't know all the facts when they're saying great example with <laughs> all the facts when they say let's legalize heroin right well here's the thing like <laughs> it like, works in europe <laughs> great example in the in the marijuana legalization there's more layers to yes. this than people think. no there's not there's one layer and, well, here's and the i'm thing. on it right here's the now thing. so I wish. a lot of people are saying hey look a lot of money can be made if you legalize marijuana right true the way the bill is written all that money goes to inner cities none of it goes to the towns let's not we're getting too political no no we're no, no, too political. no here's here's my point People don't, if, people don't would that don't know would the that details. sway your decision for you, knowing where the money goes? No, because I still okay. get what I want out of the bill. Okay, well that's fair. <laughs> no, that's that's good, but right? I mean, that's that's part of the discussion. That's all I'm saying. And if some of this money is going there, that means that money that was going to be going there from other sources potentially could not go there. I understand that's not the case. Yeah, but so the the hard part is there this are, is starting to get really really fucking boring. And by the way, <laughs> well, first off, welcome to my world. It's <laughs> it can be a little boring up there. The when world going, of boredom and beers. When you sit through twenty six hours of session, it can be a bit much. Yeah, and, and it can wear on you. I'm not going to tell you right now. I am, uh, I am still recovering uh, in sleep deprivation for the last week, and yeah. I've got two more weeks of it left. So uh-huh. it's it's going to wear on us, and we haven't even started the budget yet. So. Well, yeah, that's yeah. A shame. So All yeah, right. so I agree. It's a boring topic for let's the get podcast. Less, let's get less boring because right. uh, the voicemail light—it's only blinking. Twice. Oh, we have we have calls. Yeah, we always have calls. There's not always. <laughs> well, usually we have calls. There's there's a there's a select few very dedicated listeners that 
are calling in well, all how, the time. We all know Liz. If we were going to get some new callers, what number would they call, Mike? Well, they would call 6317-Mike-Mo. 6317-Mike-Mo. That's Mike with the Y. Stop with that. Oh, 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 sorry. I thought you wanted that one. <laughs> I thought that was the, the sound you were looking for. Um, and I guess before we go any further, we should let you all know that uh, the weather is starting to get really, really nice out. Yeah, it is. And session's almost over. Session's almost over, which means we're going to be doing a lot of golfing thanks to our sponsors. Candlewood Valley Country Club. Candlewood Valley Country Club, your number one spot to play golf in the greater New Milford area. Western Connecticut's premier golf do- destination. I think that's what I was going for. Ooh, they're not going to like listening to you flub that line. Western Connecticut's premier golf destination. Candlewood Valley Country Club. Go there, play some golf with some friends, have something to eat, grab a drink. What a great place to be. Candlewood Valley Country Club. Hey, guys, it's Liz. Uh, I actually have a couple comments. I don't know if I'm going to have a question or not, but... The only reason okay. that I busted Mike's balls on the call last time was Do because he was the one that was totally shredding my question. Uh, Mo yeah. was trying to be diplomatic. Yes. But, the- uh, but not what I do. I, I press the pause button. Why? Listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening. I, I press the pause button because I didn't come at you, Liz. I didn't shred your topic a little bit it was just not good i don't think you and know i don't hold back i don't think you understand the impact you have with your words at times okay so where you might think hey i'm just commenting someone else can see this hey you're shredding me up so I'm, okay. i got liz's back on this well you're the diplomatic you know politician type <laughs> i'm just the uh the realist who tells shit how it is biatch or i'm the gentleman you're not a biatch liz i'm talking i was looking at mo during that <laughs> wow biatch. wow he gave me a weird look too it was a weird look politician that he is oh and yeah did see? try to at yeah. least answer the question so he did not get the fu thank you mo for at least trying to be a good host. Oh, you're welcome, um, Whatever. And then also in regard to my friend that got kicked out of the trivia game, the host actually went up to him and said, people are complaining. They're what? telling us they're not going to return if you yeah. keep playing. Dumb. Um, my friend had been going literally every week since they started trivia there and had won every week. Um, and he told me himself that the questions were really, really easy. Like, I guess the host was just kind of pulling them from all kinds okay. of sources. He even admitted in one game that he got one right off Jeopardy. So... Yeah, I don't know. The whole thing is really silly, but... All right, I'm pressing pause. We get it. Yeah. We get it. We have this topic. We have this topic. She was just trying to clarify what was happening with this, so... I thought it's the same thing as what we said before. No, I brought it up. I I saw her post, so I'm the one who brought it up, but she was just providing a little bit of color. I got it. Uh, Okay. I mean, it's it, it it again. It sucks that everyone was so dumb that they had to complain that there was a smart guy at trivia, which is supposed to be for people to try to be smart. Should we Sorry. go play this guy? Should you and I show up and take this? Oh this my God, Liz, get him! No, 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 no! I want him on the show. We're not going. We're just going to bring him ooh, in here. Ooh, can I host it? I'll put together questions, yes. and he and you answer questions. Yes, and I'll make like five or six categories. Yes, and we'll do it like Jeopardy. Maybe we should do it like Double Dare. Okay. Okay. So we'll get slime for we, your head. No, no, no. But we can just get like, uh, <laughs> like you have to eat. Uh, oh, oh! This can be the one you want to. You wanted me to eat, um, like, like, uh, uh like uh, bull testicles. Like, remember uh, you were like, uh, <laughs> do shots of clam juice. Remember we had that conversation. Right. We're gonna eat a bunch of really gross stuff. F- spill your guts or spill fill your, your guts. Yeah, exactly. Like so James we'll do Gordon that with trivia. All right, Liz. Mission for you: get your friend to call 
Six three one seven Mike Mo. Six three one seven Mike Mo. That's, That's Mike, Mike with, with a y. y. That's Mike with a Y. Also, tell him to follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook, comment, share, like the show, uh, everything. All right, good push. Yeah, good push. We may have another listener by next week. <laughs> um, so yeah, Liz, we we want to we want to bring we want to bring him on. That'll give us like a dozen. Yeah, we want to bring him on. Uh, there's still 19. Should we listen to the rest of this voicemail? Still yes, it's Liz. Of course we should. All right, Liz, we'll give you 19 more seconds of our airtime. Shit, I closed it. All right, so the end of that. <laughs> hey guys, it's Liz. Uh, no, oh, no, 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 Mike, no. What are no, you no, doing? I, I messed it up. I thought you were a professional. I messed it up. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> sorry, Liz. We owe you 19 seconds of airtime. <laughs> It was a full minute. She still got a full minute. It was a lot. It was good. a lot. That All was right. good. Let's, uh, let's not go. much to talk about, though. I just presented a pretty awesome challenge. No, it's a good challenge. Yeah. And my okay. balls are on the wall, if you will, because I'm just like, hey, top trivia, uh, tri- trivia maven. He's a trivia maven. I think we discussed your testicles too much on this show. We're bringing him in. Yeah. No, that was the first time we talked about my testicles. This show. This show. Yeah. We're talking it's about too much on ass. this show. Or no, mouth. I don't not know. mine in either. Oh, no. wait a minute. Is no, it, I don't like the look it, in your eye. Wait a minute. I don't like the look you're Which giving Which one me. are you? <sighs> next caller. You're the minority party, so I'm guessing you're the mouth. All right, let's go with the next <laughs> caller. Is that guitar? Hey, guys. It's Dave. Oh, Dave. Inspired by the recent episode with the opportunity to become a lord of the sea world. Sea I land. decided to ask sea you land. guys, with all of the... Uh, uh, end of the season for Game of Thrones coming up here. Are you guys fans? And if so, what house do you claim? And if you're not fans, what show are you guys watch that you can't get enough of that you have to watch every time it comes out while you're drinking your non-sweet tea? And I would expect Mike to be not as fun because all he wants to do is bang on a drum and run around like a soccer hooligan all the time. (laughs) Unlike the rest of us, I'd like to follow baseball and football like normal folks. Anyway, guys, thanks for the podcast. Oh, you're welcome for the podcast. Well, and thank you for the call. And the, a good very, question. Very, uh, there was, there, it's a very loaded call. There's several there's, topics. There's some great stuff we in there. We may not have enough time left on the show to be able to hit the rest of this uh, Let's this call. do it. So, uh, yeah. Okay. So, so, so first starting off, Dave's taking, taking in the number one spot for best call this week. Sorry, Liz. That's a great call. It's, That's a, it's a, a great, great call. Great topics there. It's a great call. Now, I, you know, part of me wishes that he kind of, you know, gave some of these topics to his other friends to call in. So, you know, <laughs> other people could. Uh, that, that way, so that's it. So there's no, uh, there's no Matt Carey. He's defeated. We've Apparently. won. Well, I can I, Mo win. So, by the way, I had a, uh, we had a softball game last night that you missed. Fatality. <laughs> finish him. We did finish him. Sorry. So, Sorry, Matt. No, I, I bumped into Matt uh, at the softball game last night that you missed. Uh huh. And I was we, sick. Yeah, but you missed. I so, did miss. So Matt, uh, Matt told me he hasn't heard the last show yet. So he's he's just behind on what's going on. I'll uh, give him a pass. Okay, behind, similar to uh, the position you're up in uh, Harford. Enough with that. So uh, okay, Game of Thrones. Do you watch Game of Thrones? You know what? I started watching Game of Thrones when uh-huh. it first came out. I lost interest because their beards weren't nearly as strong as yours. Well, you know what the problem is? It's a cool show, and I and I'm probably going to go back through and watch and, and regain where I was. Going to binge it. That's the the problem. I watched through like the first. I think on the second season, I watched. I binged the first and watched the second, and I wanted more. Uh huh. And I got to wait like a year and a half. Before yeah, the next yeah, one comes yeah, out. yeah. It's just stupid. I well, hate that. It was like with this. With this. Sh- I mean, 
a couple things to say there. But yeah, this season, I guess, was six episodes and everyone was so amped for a year and a half. And then the six episodes finally came. They're waiting, right. you know, 18 months. I don't know, 12 to 18 months for six episodes yeah. to be released every yeah. single week. Um, that's how that's how it used to be. I know. We've all been conditioned otherwise That's now. how it used to be. See, We've I don't, all been I don't, conditioned. I don't mind a cliffhanger that keeps me waiting. Like, there was no bigger cliffhanger in my childhood than when Captain Picard was assimilated by the Borg to end the third season of Star Trek The Next Generation. And flubby flopping, flippin' flippin'. You, means nothing to me. It means it means nothing to you. Right. There was no bigger cliffhanger in your life growing up than... There we go. No, I'm asking. <laughs> when, when... No, I'm asking you a question. So every... every uh, I could have gone a lot of directions I know, that's that what I was waiting for. Yeah. When Norm spilled the beer and we weren't <laughs> sure if he was going to drink it with a straw. Look, it was a different thing when you look forward to, to watching TV. And I get that. You look forward to a certain night where you can do this. Uh-huh. Uh, we've become assimilated to this this binge watching now. Yeah. But that and wasn't my question. I want to know. Did you have one of those moments growing up? Where- so they were frustrating then. So you because didn't you watch had TV? to be home to watch TV on that certain day and time. Yep. I, I still remember, and this is going to really date me. I still remember looking forward to... I Love Lucy. Wow, you're old. Wow. That's what I was waiting for before. You just a little delayed on this. Um, <laughs> you waited all of summer to find out what the secret ingredient of vitamin of Vegemite was. <laughs> it's tasty, too. <laughs> just like candy. Um, no, goodbye, farewell, and amen. Uh-huh. The last episode of MASH. Uh-huh. I remember gathering around the TV as a family to watch that and it bringing a tear to your eye. Right. But you what know, about cliffhanger? What about season to season? That was a cliffhanger. To, everybody talked about it. It was upcoming, upcoming, upcoming. Yeah. Cliffhangers like who shot JR? Who cares? Who like, shot Mr. Burns was a huge cliffhanger for I know. me. I, it, well, great. but And you were excited to watch that next season. Yeah. And so, then it was Maggie, and I was like, that's kind of But look, shitty. like with The Sopranos, they split it the last season into two seasons. 6A and 6B. Right, which I don't care for at all. Yeah. And it was driving me nuts, because I don't want to, like, oh, now I have to change my entire schedule to be home on that time to watch the show and see what happens. I get the anticipation. I get what that does for, for ratings and for right. all these things. But you're HBO, right? People have to pay to watch it anyway. Yeah. Put it up there. Eh. Put it up there. Eh. Let people watch the show. Look, Netflix they does a great job. Op- Netflix is now putting out full seasons of a show. Uh-huh. When they did that with House of Cards, when they first started doing that, the anticipation was for the next season. Not the cliffhanger. It's great. For Not the next episode, you're saying, but the That's next the- season? Yeah. Uh, I mean, okay, I guess. But it's still the same thing, cliffhanger. Yeah, Orange is the New Black, the first season ended up with uh, with Piper beating the shit out of that woman with the bad teeth. Right. Then she came back next season. She didn't get released from prison, and then this girl's already, she's got good teeth now, and it's like, right. oh, okay, yeah. But I mean the the cliffhanger. I mean I totally get these the appointment watching finale. We all watched Seinfeld together in my house. We all yeah, watched the final. Uh, I guess it was two episodes, but it was a one event the, of Star Trek. Right. The all of these these shows. Yeah, you watch the final episode. I did the same thing with Sopranos. There was a huge final episode party when I was in in college. Oh, I don't like that either, though. Oh yes, I don't like episode parties. Well, I, I mean, like that. by party, it was a bunch of guys who liked the show who got together and were drinking beer, playing beer pong. We took a break for an hour to watch the show and then went out to play more beer pong. It was no different from any other night other than the fact that Sopranos happened in the middle. All right. It's my not like we were like, everybody is, dress up as your favorite. Well, no, I'm goon. fine with that. But my point is, when you are when you get a bunch of people together to watch TV, they end up talking to each other and you miss half the show. I hate that. That's why I refuse to watch the Super Bowl with a group of people. I hate that. Well, so Regardless it's of who's in, I won't go to a bar to watch the Super Bowl because I want to hear what's going on. I want to hear the commercials. I want to hear 
the announcers. I want to hear their play-by-play and color commentary like I would any other game I'm interested yeah. in. Most people with the Super Bowl are are there for the game or there for the commercials, despite the fact that the commercials are absolute shit and have been for several years now. Well, what was that? What was that? Uh baby monkey thing oh d- yeah the, Mount, was... the mountain dews uh commercial yeah the puppy yeah. monkey baby yeah that's that was a weird one wasn't it puppy monkey baby i thought that was fucking genius <laughs> absolute genius and here's why name me another I, commercial i, I, that I know why year. name me another commercial from that year i can't na- where's the beef i have no idea what commercials are playing that, that wasn't year. even the last two decades yeah, exactly that was my point so i mean you know everyone remembers the super bowl commercial uh that launched apple computers do they the one, the black and white one in the eighties, and everybody sitting around that giant projector, being brainwashed by the screen, and then the woman runs up with a giant hammer and throws it in there. This commercial was for before my time. Yeah, I don't I've remember still that seen at the time. It a lot. And I don't remember, remember that at the time. And look, it won a couple Clio I, awards. I remember you know? the Clydesdales for every year. I remember uh, Cindy Crawford drinking a Pepsi. Brilliant. Yeah. I remember the Doritos commercial with what's her name. <laughs> oh yeah, you remember yeah. it real well. No, but with it was what's a, her name? It was a beautiful girl <laughs> eating Doritos, and okay. that's what drew people's attention. Yeah. So there's certain ones that do hit, and you never know when that when that gold is going to strike. But you're right; the water's been diluted. There's no great commercials anymore. There's no Budweiser frogs. Anymore. Why do you love the uh, the puppy monkey baby so much? It, marketing genius. Wait, who who made that commercial? Who was involved in that? Anyone you know? No. Oh, okay. No. But it was a Mountain Dew commercial. I know that. I thought you were involved in that in some capacity. No. Me? Yeah. No. You? No. Yeah. Uh-uh. Thought so. No, false. Okay. I loved that commercial. Yeah, I thought you were a part of that. No. I was at Comedy Central when that when that one came out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You're like angry with me for thinking I'm giving you credit for I don't want to take other people's fun, credit. No, but I was I was saying you would have been involved in something that was memorable. It Good sounds like something it sounds see, like I'm something the one I would sitting do. here giving you compliments and you're talking about ass to mouth. And uh-huh. see, see what how this show works, folks. You're gonna you see, see how, how this show you're works. You're gonna see how it works now that I can, I, I have a soundbite that I can loop for the rest of your life of you saying ass to mouth. I am totally gonna be I volunteer myself to read your eulogy, by the way. Um <laughs> and, and and that's making the assumption that I will survive you. Yeah, that's uh, a big assumption, though. Not a far stretch. Nothing, nothing kills me, man. We've not tried pancreatitis, didn't kill me. Yeah, you know the 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 diabetes didn't kill me. There's a lot of things I've survived. Hey, Mo, heart attack? No, I didn't have a heart attack. Diabetes doesn't stop a bullet. Diabetes. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks for that. I wish everyone could just see the look. I just, I'm gonna I, be. I'm <laughs> gonna be. I'm gonna be like Deadpool and have that uh, that lead coin in my in my chest, so you don't shoot me through the heart. <laughs> that's fine. I'll, I'll I'll go ass to heart. <laughs> oh dear Lord! Enough with that. Good Lord. <laughs> so right, second so, part well, of Dave's question. Yes, what do you it. watch these days? Um, it's really strange. I so first off, I have go tos. Right, the, we all have go tos. In the like five three minutes a day you have, <laughs> what are you watching with that? Yeah. So I'm really disappointed. My my one show I look forward to on a regular basis, is just finished its season, and I have nothing to look forward to being on TV. Uh-huh. What's that? And you're going to laugh at me because it's an old man show. Okay. It's Fraser? The Curse of Oak <laughs> Island. Okay. So The Curse of Oak Island has been on for, I think, six years now, something like that. It's a small island off the coast of uh, Canada. Okay. And Is it like Sealand? No. Do they have lords? No. Okay, go on. So... <laughs> And, and Dave, SeaWorld, come on, man. Yeah, Pay attention. SeaWorld, come on. One has whales and the other has Knights. Mo. Yeah. 
Not yet. I haven't submitted mine yet. But as soon Still? as I do, we will discuss that. Yeah. Okay. Fair. I've had no time. When am I going to do it? So. <laughs> you have assistance. So the curse of Oak Island. <laughs> oh wait, that's a whole other topic. Hold <laughs> Let me write that one down. The Curse of Oak Island. Uh, there's a treasure buried on this island that was discovered, right? They discovered that there was a buried treasure 200 years ago. 200 years ago. Wow. They found this. There were kids playing around, found this hole, and then found a tablet that had markings on it. And every 30 feet all the way down, it kept having these layers and, and oak. That's what they call it. Oak Island. There's no oak trees grow up there. But they, found, they kept finding all this oak. Okay. So over the years, different people have been involved in this project, including FDR. Okay. I don't know. Why, why was there such a big pause? You need a reaction there? I would think that's a pretty big reaction. Whoa! All right. Interested is one thing, and that's another. <laughs> so, so, yeah, FDR, I'm listening. Man. I'm listening. Freaking FDR. Was a, was a part of this. Different people have, and it is tied. They believe, people think, that what's in this here, this here uh, hole in the floor, in the ground. Let me try that again. Yep. We're going to back that up. So what they find here on Oak Island That's in this awful. pit, they call it the money pit, is what they're trying to find, because the whole place has become a money pit, because they're spending tons of money. Uh, they believe it could be the Knights Templar treasure. Oh. Like, all the big stuff. Yeah. All the big stuff missing in history could be in this hole on Oak Island. But it's booby-trapped. They found all these booby traps going down like 150 feet underground. Like milk ducks? They, they have water ducks that have filled some of these chambers, and you dig down so far. The, I'm not giving you credit for that. Come on. They're filling. These holes are filling. They believe it could be Shakespeare's transcripts are down there. Ooh. They believe it could be the Ark of the Covenant could be in this hole. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, you know. It does. There's all kinds of clues. The, the Bible found. was based on a white man in North America. They found you know? pieces of parchment to the 1600s, man. Damn. There's some crazy stuff. That's pretty cool. So I'm into this show. That's my show. Okay. What's your show? Well, as Dave was so kind to point out, I do watch a lot of sports. Yeah. I watch a lot of soccer. A lot yeah, of soccer. I, I, well, I like watching sports live. I'm not really a huge fan of DVRing. I DVR a big game. But, you know, if there's a live game on TV, I'm going to try to watch it. That being said, as far as shows are concerned, you know, it's been kind of tough because there are very few shows that from the beginning to the end can hold my interest. Yeah. Like I was big into The Walking Dead and then season five kind of tanked it for yeah, me. And I think part of that is the waiting. The waiting is the hardest part. Thank you, Tom Petty. But it wasn't really that. It wasn't the waiting. Okay. Maybe it's a little of the waiting. It is. If the payoff isn't there. Right. Sure. Um, but the problem with The Walking Dead was that it just kind of once they re are, are you familiar with the show? Yeah. So once they reached Alexandria, it just stopped. What like was that the other plot place? Stopped to progress. They spent an entire year going to one place, that cannibal place. What was it? Well, so well the it's, the whole show is a cannibal show. No, no, that know? one show. No, it's a zombie show, not a cannibal show. <laughs> but they well, go technically, it's a walker show. They've never said zombies. This yeah, is true. No, that one, they were all trying to go to this one, they kept seeing signs, go to this place, and they're following yes. the tracks, and right. they spent an entire season walking there. Well, so that's the thing. The entire show was 
uh, progression. They were moving the whole, even though they 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 were at the prison for a little bit, right? And yeah. They were at the farm for a little bit before that, right? Right. But they were always moving somewhere. It was terminus, is what you're thinking. Terminus. They, they thank made you. it yeah, to yeah. terminus, and then yeah, they got locked in the boxcar, and that was a great cliffhanger. It was good, right? Then they uh, followed up. Well, first off, I didn't like that whole season. It was it was just too. It was like, would you please just get there? If you're gonna give us this anticipation and get there, get there halfway through the season. Don't wait till the very end. I, you know, I'm, I, I'm not gonna <laughs> necessarily agree with that because there was an arc and the, 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 the story was getting there. It wasn't there, yeah, if you will, right? right? Yeah. But the problem with Alexandria is they got there and now it's almost like it's a safe haven that has been attacked several times. I was like, right. I couldn't, I couldn't get into it because it was just the same thing over and over again. I don't going understand to why they other don't place, then go, going over here. But why wouldn't they go to just find an island? The walkers can't swim. Yeah. Well, you, know? uh, you don't know that. There could be there could be swimmers. Come on. I don't know. Go to an island, you raise your crops, you have your thing, you do your thing, you live in a boat, whatever, dude. They're not getting to you. Like there's no common sense to that. If someone had brought up that topic for some reason on the show. I'm 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 sh- yeah. But I never heard anyone talk about it. like come on that's a common sense thing you're going right. okay. We went to a prison they tore down the walls of the prison coming through and people are fighting let's go find yeah. an island where nobody can find you. Go out to go out to Hawaii. Like, sure. Make that the long term like lost eventually you want to get off the island whatever. I, ha- I haven't watched the show this past season. I am I planning on up. on binging and just catching up and seeing if it's worth my time coming back. Okay. Um, but it's not. Uh, it it didn't hold me week to week, if you will. It doesn't. I mean, right. that's the toughest part. And I I can't, look. My schedule's too tight to be planning out what I'm going to watch next week. I'm going to go home and see. Let me turn on the Netflix and see what's there. Right. And it's usually The Office. That's my go-to. That's, that's The Office. That's and my Sopranos. background noise. Office I don't listen and to Sopranos. music. Yeah. I don't listen to music. For me, it's Star Trek. The Office. Okay. Seinfeld. So Seinfeld is what plays in my kitchen. But Seinfeld is on Hulu. And I won't do Hulu anymore. It's also lied to me. It's on the TBS app. Screw Hulu. Screw you, Hulu. I watch it on the TBS app. Okay. Fair. I don't have Hulu. Um, But yeah, I I have several of those background noises. I mean, yeah, my go-to shows, Seinfeld, The Office, Star Trek, and... The Simpsons. No. That, I I love The Simpsons. Yeah, that's do, one of your shows. It's not. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess it's a little bit, but I have one that I do as background noise even more than The Simpsons. Really? What's that? Mary with Children. Oh, that's right. I didn't. Oh, know yes. I didn't know that. God, yeah. what a what a what ahead of its time. Way ahead of its time. Well, funny show, uh, goofy, of, stupid show, but but way ahead of its time. So, Mary with Children is a, a great instance of the progression of a show and how it kind of evolved into something new. Kind of like what Walking Dead did, but yeah, but in a different way. That it went from being like a uh, a family comedy, disgruntled family comedy, or a, a, a more realistic family comedy, because that's more <laughs> like what. Fam- and then it turned into a cartoon. By the end of it, it's just a live action cartoon. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it was still absolutely amazing. It's what it's one of the big pieces that put Fox on the map. It really was. Oh yeah, yeah. Between that and and. Uh, the Simpsons, I think yeah. those were the two things that really they launched the that, network. Yeah, the whole network. They yeah. defined it, yeah. Um, other shows, I mean, you know, The Sopranos, as you mentioned before, uh, yeah, it did the cliffhangers, but that was a plot that that kept my attention all the way through. Absolutely. The the cliffhangers worked. I couldn't wait until the show came back. Do you ever go back and, and pick up, like with The Office, for me, I try to keep it linear, then I'll go back to the start, let them go linear yeah. again. Do you ever, with Sopranos, I'll jump into like, let me watch season four. I don't do that. Really? With The Sopranos. I always go linear. The Office, I do jump into. 
Okay. Um, or you know other shows like that. I love Park and Rec. Park and Rec is a great show. Park and Rec I can jump right into as yeah. well. And the one I do it the most often with is Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I, I've never been able to get into the show. Oh. I've tried a Are couple of times. Kidding everybody's me? like, oh, it's a great show. And that, I watch the episode or two and I'm like, I don't get it. That is the biggest ass to mouth thing you've said all day. That was ass coming from your mouth. <sighs> that that Mary I mean, look, it's it, it, exactly. Exactly. That was him just Sorry, trying. Man. He was just I've trying to say it. something, but that was it just didn't grab me in the first. Mouth. If it doesn't grab me in the first one, two, three episodes, Dude. I'm done. Look, uh, Arrested Development. I'll get into uh, every day. Love that it's show. It's a great show, but Always Sunny is just. Yeah. Oh my god, it's hilarious! I saw Always man. Sunny live. Okay. Well. And it was one. It was Always Sunny and Family Guy live. Happy for you. Yeah, it was one of the best live shows I've seen. Okay. It was Always Sunny and Family Guy live. Family Guy Live, I would have loved to see. It was great. Family well, Guy's up there for me, too. I will watch Family Guy at the drop of a hat anytime, anywhere. Yeah. Uh, uh, all great shows. What, uh, new shows that are on TV, I don't I don't really know if there's any that I necessarily... Like, I don't watch things by appointment. Yeah. Um. I mean, if, if anything, I'd go to HBO. I love Barry. That was a new show. I haven't watched that. Is, oh, is it good? Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Oh, Bill Hader at its finest. And the uh, the bar they went to in the first episode was my go-to bar literally across the street from me in California for several years. Oh, that's cool. Shout out Residuals. And they went there in the show. They even called it by name. They were sitting at the booth that Lori and I used to sit at. It was great. Look, but I like... It's, it's a great... Have you do even know what the show is? No. It's an amazing premise. It's a hired assassin who takes a job out in LA mm-hmm. and then falls ass backwards into being an improv actor because he his... his, his uh, uh, his mission to kill somebody ended up taking him to an improv class, and he was like, "This is kind of funny. I, I, I'm going to get into this." So it's a hired assassin who is uh, also an improv actor, and he's trying to mix the two lives. It's uh, okay. fabulous. Fabulous. And shout out to Amazon Prime too. Ms. Maisel is a funny, funny yep. show. Outstanding. Yep. Like Mozart in the show. Jungle was great too on Amazon. Prime. I didn't see that. Well, you need to reach a certain level of intellect before you can get into a, a show based on Baroque music. This is a guy speaking the way you have this entire show, <laughs> telling me I need to reach a, a level of intellect. Well, you know, I mean, the, the, there was uh, you know that article that was posted that people who swear more have a higher IQ. Hundred percent. Fuck. <sighs> yeah, that's that's. Keep t- who wrote that article, by the way? <laughs> was it you? No, I think I, I, I think it was in the New Yorker. Yeah, that Non-opinion makes it true. Non-opinion section. Yeah, I'm sure. There was a cartoon associated with it. And then, okay, I have to address this whole soccer hooligan thing and about baseball and football. Well, you and I don't blah, normally blah, 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 do songs, but I have a song in my head now, stuck in my head since oh. I started doing that. Oh. Stuck in my head. Since I started doing it? No, since Dave's call. Since Dave's call. Yeah. All right. We're going to get to your song. Okay. We're going to get to your song, but I just have to address this real quick. And I tell this to everybody because soccer gets a bad rap. Everyone's like, it's too boring. Uh, 90 minutes of straight action versus fucking 10 minutes in watching a baseball and football game combined. Constant action, constant strategy. First off, don't poo on baseball and football. And I'm, I give I'm, you a not, very serious I'm, look with I'm, that. I'm, I'm pooing on it. Uh, when don't people, poo. When people say soccer is boring and it's 90 minutes of straight play straight so action. here's my thing with soccer and it took me some time and you know i'm coming around to soccer you are because you are open-minded i'm taking the time you are listening to, to your constituents <laughs> you're not my constituent oh you are my constituent now aren't you as a business owner in town oh my god yeah i have policy for you no, okay so anyway <laughs> <laughs> so 
you've gotten me into soccer a little bit because I respect the fact that you dedicate so much of your life to this sport. And I'm going, I never got it. It's got to be something to it. I never got it because it's, it's a lot of running. If you, if you don't know about the tackles and the action that lead to the score. That's the game. It's because, not the goal. Right. It's, it's almost 15 minutes of momentum and everything building up That's to the goal. That's why when, when someone like ESPN started trying to do this with Dan Patrick, uh-huh. right? Back in the old days, when Oberman and Patrick were doing the show, they'd be like, okay, in soccer, look, here's a goal. This guy scored. That guy scored. It's over. Boo. It's kind of like saying you enjoy baseball just because of the home runs. Yes. Right? Great analogy. So, thank you. So, thank you. I, that, that, was a, that was a great analogy. So, I appreciate it more. The problem is uh-huh. it, it is a lot of running uh-huh. when and the off action. Uh-huh. So, if... The offense is on a strike, right to to toward the goal. They're, they're passing. I know what the passings are now a little bit. I know a little bit more about how the ball moves. Yeah, it's that guy on defense back that you're going. So he's just standing there. Oh no, not always. Though. And he then, gets and into the you, action. And then you start looking at this a little bit more, and you realize it's not just a bunch of guys running back and forth kicking a ball. Right. And it and I, the reason that stopped me from saying that, the reason that stopped me from hating soccer, uh-huh. is that. I used to say it's a bunch of guys running around chasing a ball. Sure. And you can say that about football. You can say it about baseball. You can say it about golf. Whatever you want. It doesn't make the sport stupid. It just means I'm ignorant and I don't know how that sport works. Sure. So especially now that if, I've learned Especially it, if you're going to say that about golf. It's one guy following his own ball. Yeah, hit a ball. <laughs> hit it again. By yeah. the way, if you've never heard it, Robin Williams does an amazing thing on golf. Oh, I, I love it's that one. It's outstanding. I love that one. So, and it's We're going to hit it into a little fucking hole. <laughs> and it's all the way over there. So you do this one time. No! 18 fucking times! <laughs> so anyway, God bless you, Genius. Robin Williams. Robin Williams, R.I.P. There's Genius. a little shout out. Oh, God. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. P-P-P-P. Like, Stop saying well, P-P no, so I, much. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not what I meant. So, so bottom line, uh, I get your love for soccer to a degree. You are... It's a great game. Uh, when I was in my... 20s to my 30s, I spent a tremendous amount of time watching sport. Sure. Tremendous amount of time. Sure. I don't do that as much anymore. Sure. So I can see where you're coming from, but people, other people do not see that if they're not big sport fans. But I don't even think it's sport. If I was sitting here watching any other sport, a lot of people wouldn't give me as much flack as they do with soccer. You you just because happen they, to love soccer, and, and the fact that you I will occasionally to love every, I'll watch cricket. You want to watch some cricket? You you some enjoy playing on. some soccer. You sure. enjoy watching. I called you the other day, and you were watching high school soccer on TV at home. No, it was professional or semi pro. Okay, Newtown Newtown at Waterbury. Yeah, CSL. Shout out CSL. <laughs> okay, so I thought you were watching high school soccer. No, so. this was the Newtown Pride. But you would you would watch high school soccer. Why not? Right, you you love just it. love that game, so it's that's great. great. Game. It's that's great cool. game. Um, but the the whole aspect of the drums, like he was referencing, the, the the coolest part about soccer, it's not even necessarily the game that I love. It's also the uh, the supporters' culture, which is a whole different thing, and no other sport has anything even remotely close. No, it's to cool. It. I'm starting to understand that. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's not just you know, uh, I I take uh, uh, I am not a soccer hooligan. Right. Soccer hooligans, soccer ultras, these are people who will go out, seek fights, break shit. Like, that's not what I'm all about. You're almost the, you could have been 
You if, could if have this been, was if, 10 years ago? If you didn't sure. get married and have kids, sure. you would be a soccer hooligan. I could no see that. Question. I could although, see that. Although you're not really but a fighter. Not, you're an instigator, but you're not a fighter. Oh, I still instigate. I still you're, instigate. You're an instigator, but you're not a fighter. I still instigate, and I heckle, all that kind of good oh, stuff. Yeah. But yeah, the, the, the hooligan, uh, not so much, because that word actually has a... Uh, an, there's an actual definition and some actual okay. behavior that go with that word, and that's not me. But you know, uh, pardon Dave's ignorance and culture of soccer. Well, it's a fair, uh, it's a fair analogy though for someone sure. who, yeah. But you watch fair. that movie Green Street Hooligans; those are hooligans. Okay, they're giving people Chelsea grins over right. a soccer game. Like, yeah, come which on, is messed up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like they're 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 killing people. But I don't over, know if we've ever talked about this much, and I know we did talk about it at one point when I went out to visit you in L.A. We uh, went to the Red Sox uh, uh, Angels Angels, game yeah, in the playoffs. Yeah, and it was really funny. That's your hooligan person personality kind of came out with that a little bit when we went to that because I remember walking into the stadium and you going you know what this is going to be great because I'm going to say things that get people so mad and I'll have you standing behind me so I they won't did hit say me. that yeah. and then you're like I'm not going to protect you're, you you're on your own buddy is what I said intending that you know uh you might stop jawing so oh, much. No, 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 but no, it no. didn't work and you know the <laughs> fact that, and, and as we've talked on before my my loyalty to my friends would prevent me from oh, allowing yeah. you to just get beat down anyway. So oh, yeah. You knew that going in. And yeah, you, I did. You were plenty comfortable saying what you did. And uh, I said a lot of things. But that's you're an instigator. That's yeah. what you do. Yeah, you have to be. You have to be. But yeah, it's great. I, I, and I tell everybody, last thing I'm going to say about it, go to a soccer game and sit in the supporter section and you will be hooked and you'll get it. What's the difference of a supporter section to just like go into a game, go that's, into a match? That's me. And the way that I do things, right? Versus if you were just to walk into any old seat and sit down and watch. Supporter section, yeah. you don't sit. And okay. if you're not jumping for almost 90 minutes straight, you're doing it wrong. Right. There's singing, there's chanting, there's clapping, there's drums, there's trumpets. That's it's great. it's like a party. It's very much like a Japanese baseball game. Okay. Like, you know the vibe of a Japanese baseball game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's basically like that. But these are the diehards. I mean, I follow the Hartford Athletic soccer team, which is brand new in the As state. As we all know. And I can name everybody on the roster. Well, that's great. Right? Diehards. When I was seven, I could name all the guys in the bullpen on the Yankees and the Red Sox. But you this know, is like, different. This I'm is just soccer. saying, it's it's not, when you, you, don't get when you dive into it, yeah. you get to know everyone who's there, and you actually know the people. And it's not casual. Because it's fans, accessible, which I really like, that, that soccer now is becoming more accessible. Yeah. They, they see the intelligence of giving fans full access to them personally. Yeah. Well, because professional sports are so distanced from yeah. their fan, even with social media. Yeah. You can't say, hey... Uh, Kyrie, I'd like to talk to you. No. It's never going to happen. I interact with players on the Twitter. Yeah. Not only that, if you look at a soccer stadium, the stands are literally if it, like three yards away at most from right. the sideline. Right. And that's a that's a big stadium. You got to be like, most of them are like a yard away from right. the touchline. Right. And uh, after the match, the players all come over. They shake our hands. They clap. They ask how we're doing. They actually care. They'll they'll that's come cool. out and meet us in the parking lot sometime. I mean, they, uh, that's cool. So the supporters and the players, I mean, there is something, there, there's a relationship there that's not necessarily there with the rest of the stadium, you could say. You know, and the mm -hmm. rest of the stadium also has, oh, family, let's go out to a soccer game with my sons and daughters on a Saturday night. That'll and be fun. And not sit in the supporter section with their kids. No, there are some kids in the supporter <laughs> sections and <laughs> really? they love it. Because we're not hooligans. We're not swearing and right. throwing things and fighting. It's not like that. It's, it's weird that you're not swearing. So what do I get? How do I get no, you no, no, to no. respond I, that way? I am here. way more clever 
than to result to swearing and profanity. How do we work on that on the show? <laughs> it's a solid question. Fuck you. Oh, there no, it is. yeah, I had to result in that. Yeah. No, but it's it's uh I mean we got so we clever. Got, we got chance, we got things that come out. It's it's oh, it's, it's great. It's fun. It's, okay. it's fun. But you had a song. I want to hear your song. And thanks to Dave. So thanks to Dave Stalvey, we have a song for this week's show. Uh oh. And it's based on you, and here it is. Okay. Oh, <laughs> hey, Stalby yes. said it, man. Dave was like, "Hey, let's uh, you bang on the drum is what you do." All right. You uh, feeling it? Uh, uh. Am I singing? We both will right here. I don't wanna work. I just wanna bang on the drum all day. I don't wanna play. Just wanna bang on this drum all day. Ever since I was a tiny boy. Yeah. Was I ever tiny? No, I wasn't. I took a stick and an old coffee can. I bang on that thing till I got blisters on my hand. Because Your butter's in your hand. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Wanna bang on this drum all day? I don't wanna play. <laughs> I just, just wanna bang, bang on this drum all day. When I get older, I think I'm a fool. Something like that. Yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but somebody's singing in the background. Yes, it's called karaoke. Oh, I get it. Okay. I don't want to work. I just want to bang on this drum all day. I don't want to play. I just want to bang on this drum all day. Ooh, this is a little groove you settle into. Break it down now. Simmer down. Ooh. Listen to this. Every day when I go to my soccer game, I, I feel so frustrated. Oh. My podcast partner's a jerk. What? Yeah. No. <laughs> and I get my sticks out and go to the shed, and I pound out that drum like it's Moe's big, shiny, bald head. Wait, what? And no. Then, and because, no. yeah, and no. because, yeah, and Dave pound on it like it's Dave's head How and come? his face because he doesn't like my soccer. All right, soccer's so really great. You're and off he the lyrics. No, no, no I'm off. not. No. Damn it, Dave. See, no one knows these lines anyway, except for Oi! I don't want to work. I, I just want to bang on this drum all day. And oh, David Stalby's head, I don't want to play. I just want to bang on this drum all day. Because soccer isn't boring. I don't want to. No, People don't know the rest of the words, except for there's an Oi in here somewhere. Oi! Oh. Oi! Oi! Or do we miss it? I have no idea. Yeah, but we're good at this. We should do this live some night somewhere. I don't want to work. I just want to bang on this drum all day. I don't want to play. I just want to bang on this drum all day. Fuck you, Dave. I, I don't think that's Soccer necessary. boring, you piece of... Uh, he's, he's, he's our one of our few uh, listeners. Oh. We don't have a lot of those. Don't send them screaming away. That's true. I don't want to work. I just want to bang on this drum all day. Liz has the better call than Dave. Oh, I don't want to play. I just want to bang on this drum all day. And Sucker's really exciting. Fucking exciting. I don't think you need that. You sound like the wedding singer guy now. Wow, dude. Wow. Wow. Well, I'll take a drink of something quickly. Goal! <laughs> Goal! 
Well, the good news is this should tucker him out for the day, so he should be a little more mellow for anyone who sees him later in the day, and, and now he's hacking up a lung. Oh, my God. That's, oh, God. That was, you hit that high octave. Yeah. How do you get up there? Uh, ass to mouth. <laughs> is that how we should end the show? Uh, it's probably, we didn't do a gentleman's thing, though. Oh, no. Oh, God. See, you're always the one who usually skips. I know. Like, oh, that make a great ending. Um, all right. Gentleman's tip. I have a really... Im- <laughs> I have a great one. Go ahead. Teacher's out of the way. One. Respect your elders. <laughs> I'm just going to end it there. Yeah. I, I, I had places to go, but I think we The whole we're just idea of Gentleman's Tip is to, uh, to live it, not just preach it. Oh, okay. Then, yeah. uh, then not that. All right. Well, let's see. What can I preach? Don't. You know, I'm just going to end it there. Respect your elders. Okay. <laughs> so mine is legitimately something I had a problem with uh, yesterday in Hartford. Okay. It happened to me five times in the day, and the, by the last time, Ooh. I snapped. I absolutely lost it on someone, and he apologized to me profusely. Did someone tug your beard? No, I don't mind that. Oh. Went, don't tint your hand. Ah, you bastard. You don't need to do that. Ow. So anyway... So what happened is... <laughs> i got to go wash my hand now. That's oh, it's perfectly clean. I showered. Gross. So someone interrupted a conversation I was having with someone else. Ew. So if you or I are having a conversation, someone literally walks up to you and starts talking to you, not acknowledging me, right? <laughs> and the person breaks off the conversation with me and starts talking to them. Oh, well, that's... now. See, it's okay. rude on both parts. The person that butts in... Very rude. The person yeah. that just ends their conversation with you, yeah, that person is an ass. Yeah, and that happened to me five times in one wow. day. And the last time it happened, I teed off on the guy. Oh, yeah. And he's someone I consider a dear friend. And again, we're all sleep deprived. We're all going through a tough time and trying right, to. Right, right. I get it. Y'all got feces in your mustaches. No, I get it. I get no. it. I get it. But the point is, I, I mean, I literally. Tore into the guy Ooh. verbally, verbally, and he and he's an attorney. <laughs> and, and he was like, "Oh no!" The color ran from his face, uh-huh. and he apologized. Good, and I felt much better. Good, good. So that's, that's a, a way that's to a, do that's it. That's a good tip. That's a good tip. You All do right. not walk up when two other people are talking, and if you're talking to someone and someone interrupts your conversation, give them hold the one finger up, your index finger, not that one, Michael. Uh huh. Your index finger, hold that up and say, "Excuse me, <laughs> I'm I'll be with you in just a second. And it better be a finger. Just one. <laughs> All right. Um, I think I think we're good. I mean, that's a long show. This is a fifty-eight minute show. Good for us. Yeah, good for us. Well um, done. We'll see you again soon. Uh, we actually hopefully. didn't. We didn't get to uh, this last voicemail either. There's a third one. There's a th- play it th- now. Yeah. Let's see what happens real quick. Hey, it's Liz calling back. So I do oh. have an actual question. Call back. Around. Um, Mike, you talked a little bit about putting money. You know, placing a bet on random stuff. <laughs> oh, yes. My friend told me he has a couple hundred dollars on a Game of Thrones thing. I guess, you, you know, people... Back to the Game of Thrones. I think we're a little late in doing the show. Yeah. At the end of the, the, this year. Um, so I just thought that was kind of ridiculous. What is any... Have you, have you put money on? Have you placed a bet on anything ridiculous outside of, you know, just like a regular sports bet or just yes. gambling in general? Yes. I'm kind of curious. Like, what... What would you spend your, your hard-earned money on? Yes. Because you think you're right. 
I don't know. Yes. It, 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 the whole thing seems so crazy to me. All right. Also, if you do want to become a knight, I was named after a queen. I own two swords. Call me up. We'll make it happen. Okay. Talk to you later, guys. Well, Bye. You need to uh, first. First, she needs to go over to Sea Land and get uh, get her her queen ship over there. Right. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, it's the end of the show. We're gonna take this one real quick. I real actually. Quick did have a bet and I did not lose money. I made a substantial amount of money. It's called an emotional hedge. When you want something to happen and the opposite happens, I have had this happen a couple of times. Uh, but most notably, I did not want Donald Trump to win the presidential election without getting into politics or anything. I just didn't want him to win it. So I bet that he would win it. And as you recall, he was not the odds on favorite that night. Right. Not only that, I went state by state and got amazing odds on a lot of states, picking that he wow. would defeat Hillary in states like Pennsylvania, where Hillary was supposed to win, in states like Virginia. Okay. I made a lot of money off of this Donald Trump presidency, and I'm, you know, uh, emotional head. I did hedge. I didn't want him to win, but I still kind of won that night. So there you go. That's that's all I got. So I will say just really quickly on this: the the best bets are not financial i love the the uh yes uh hey if you lose if mike loses a bet he has to wear a yankee jersey and put a picture of himself on facebook wearing that yankee jersey or something like that i just remembered i won one of those during the alcs i have a golf tournament um next week that uh that mo and i sit on the board for that yeah. we're playing but unfortunately we scheduled it when mo couldn't be there yeah, thanks for that stupidity um but uh nate yeah, who you know is a huge Yankee fan. Yeah, he has to wear a Red Sox hat next week during the tournament. Well done, because the ALCS results last year. Well done. So the, yeah, the uh, I've had a lot of Facebook uh, yeah profile bets yeah. where I have uh, you know the loser has to wear a Patriots jersey and put that as a profile picture, and it always happens to be Ravens fans too who this happens to. Weird. Nick and Chris and Mike, it's happened. Three times, because the Patriots obviously always dominate the Ravens in the playoffs. Um, I digress. Yeah, those are the best bets, I think. I mean, yeah, the, 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 the non-monetary personal, ones. Yeah. yeah. But she was talking about where I put my money, and I put my money one time, uh, actually a lot of times, on the emotional hedges. And, uh, you know, I don't do that during Super Bowls, just because, or like bet against my team necessarily. But, yeah, you know, when it comes to... Uh, a presidential election. I wasn't. Uh, I didn't necessarily have a team. Well, I guess you know, team humanity. But uh, you know, we lost that night. But I still won some money. I put my money. Not in putting an... my politics into play or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I put my money in an old empty Kleenex box. Yeah, and how'd that work out for you? I thought you'd end the show on that. Yay! <laughs>